Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello and welcome back. I'm Kara. First, before I jump into the topic, I just want to remind you guys where you can find me and where we can chat and really like go into these conversations and apply them to your situations and help you sort of use all these tools that we talk about on the podcast in your real life. You can find me on Instagram at Kara Gassabe and you can find me on TikTok. I think my name is Bridal Coach. It's so fun. There are so many brides. If you are not on wedding TikTok, like get over there. It's so fun. So many great conversations happening. People ask me questions there all the time. I also do Instagram story Q and a all the time. It's really fun. So definitely reach out. And I have a calendar that you can jump on, right? You can work one-on-one with me in a one-off session or in a longer term relationship where we can really dig into these items. There is no better time to tackle some of these kind of anxieties and fears and discomforts and insecurities than right now. Because as I've said once, I've said a million times, what you're experiencing during this beautiful, sacred chapter of your engagement and your wedding planning is all happening for a reason. It's all sort of like divinely orchestrated to show you what you need to know about yourself and your people so that you are best equipped for the next chapter of your marriage, right? This is not just randomness and wedding drama because it's wedding drama. It's really, it's yours is specifically there to show you, teach you, instruct you, guide you. And it's hard to do that on your own. I sure couldn't. And I was already a social worker, trained life coach, like in my thirties. And I still was taken to my knees by my wedding planning experience. And that is why I'm so passionate about helping each and every bride that I encounter. So do not hesitate. If you want to reach out, we've got very affordable options and it's just such a treat that I just do not want you to deny yourself. Just wanted to put that out there because I think sometimes I'm not super clear about the ways that you can work with me. And there's also the Bridal Prep Academy, which is a great fun way to meet other brides who are diving into this like deeper aspects of wedding planning, not just where'd you get the shoes even though we love that too. So today I want to talk about one of the very best, most elegant, simple technique to sort of problem solve whatever issue you're facing in your wedding planning. And there are so many varieties, right? And that is just this simple question of why. I feel like so much of what happens with weddings is so buried under 
people's assumptions, people's expectations, cultural norms, what we saw on social media, what we learned about in movies, what we read about in books, what we just thought was supposed to happen. And when you've got all of those sort of layers and concepts that just live in people's heads, it's so easy to lose track of like, why? Why are we doing this as opposed to that? And it's so hard to lose track of what we really want. It's hard to lose track of what really matters to us. It gets very confusing if you don't continuously anchor yourself in this really elegant question of why. I think it's such a universally sound and profound little tool to just ask yourself why that ranges from the most basic to the like minutia, right? So it's like from the big things to the small things, from your actual, like the place I'd like to start with is just your relationship. Why are you getting married? Why are you saying yes? And I think many people would be like, well, come on, that's so ridiculous. Hello? It is not ridiculous because let me tell you, I have met many, many women who, when they look back at why they decided to get married, it was for the wrong reasons. It's because they felt like they, it was the next right step. They thought it was expected. He asked, couldn't not say yes. Like they just didn't even think there was like an option. I'm telling you, it's when we get into these very sort of default moments in our life that you always imagined going a certain way, our brain just goes for what's familiar and what we expected, even if it goes against our own intuition. So do not sort of balk at applying the question of why to the most fundamental thing, which is the relationship and the decision to get married, right? Why are you doing it? Why this person? Why now? Visit that sit with that, let yourself know it. It's not that any reason is right or wrong or good enough or not good enough, but the awareness of it and taking the time to put it through that little filter of why is a really grounding and important thing to do, right? It gives you that sense of your roots. Even if you, your roots are so strong and so deep and so wonderful, being in touch with that and knowing that and having had that moment to have the conversation with yourself to confirm that and say it to yourself is really, really useful. Then you can apply it, you know, beyond your relationship, but also to your conflicts, right? Any conflicts that come up with a friend or a relative who isn't behaving, you want to ask why you want to think about why, because here is the thing. We've said it once. We'll say it again. These conflicts that come up during wedding planning are never about what they're about. You're not arguing with your parents about the guest list because it's just about the guest list or the menu or the flowers or the budget, right? There's always the thing below the thing. And the more you are keen to that and aware of that, the better you're going to be, right? You're going to dig a little deeper. Knowing why you're, so beyond your 
your relationship with your fiance, your friends and your family, then there's just the why about the different wedding choices you're making, right? The, this venue or that, this budget or that, this religious ceremony or that, like whatever decisions you're making when you're take the time as a couple to just talk about why, even if you have to make it up, right? Have a why, have a reason. The more you kind of do that at each step along the planning journey, the less regret you're going to have later, right? The less potential for regret, the less sort of wedding, post-wedding, like emotional hangover you're going to have and sort of confusion you're going to have because the whole time you will have been articulating both to yourself and to your partner why we're doing these things that we're doing. Because you'll notice on your wedding planning journey, there's going to be twists and turns that like you didn't expect. And it's so important to realize and remind yourself why you're making these choices along the way so that you'll have your back later on and not beat yourself up about whatever decisions you made. Having that why is just a beautiful safety net. And here is the thing about how to use this concept of why. It seems so basic and I know it's so basic, but it's also so helpful. And the thing about the whys is you want to ask five times. It's about the digging, right? Because it's the first couple things that seem like the reasons that we do what we do aren't always really it. We want to see if we can get to the root cause. Because once we nail that, everything falls into place seamlessly. And this idea of the five whys comes from a Japanese inventor. I can't think of his name, but it was, I guess, in like the Toyota factory when there would be some sort of problem or mishap, they would have this five why sort of process that they would go through when they would ask, okay, why did this malfunction? Okay, because of this. Okay, why did that happen? Oh, because the program was written this way. Okay, why was it written this way? Because this seemed obvious. Okay, why did that seem obvious? And then they get to like the root cause of like, oh, it was this one little decision that was made at some point that boom, 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 caused this domino effect. And so getting, it's never about what it seemed to be about initially. I love the five whys. I try to use it in my life. I use it with clients all the time. And I want to just go through an example of sort of how you could maybe apply it in a wedding related scenario. And this example comes from an awesome client session I had where we were talking about, talking to a bride about she was having conflict with her fiance, right? And they had been dating for so long. I can't remember. It was a very, it was like maybe nine or 10 years or something, pretty long time. And so they knew each other very, very well. And getting married was like always on the horizon and always going to happen. And they had been supporting each other through like medical schools and different ex- life experience and moves and all these things. And they'd always stuck together and like had a really solid relationship. So this fighting leading up to the wedding was like pretty distressing. So I'm asking her, okay, like, why are we fighting? Well, he isn't doing like the most basic things for the wedding. Like going and getting measured for his tux. Like she was fine that she was doing the bulk of the planning and the heavy lifting. She was so, so fine with that. She was happy to do it, but there were a few things that, you know, he's got to do and he wasn't doing it. And we're like, okay, why? Cause he procrastinates. Okay. Why is he procrastinating? He doesn't want to deal with those key tasks that make the day feel really real, 
right? It's always, he's shown that how much he wants it. He's the one who proposed when he's out in public, he talks about the wedding, like he's so excited, da, da, da. Well, it really comes down to just doing some pretty like simple, straightforward tasks, but they're also the tasks that make it really real. He doesn't want to, he just wants to not deal with it. He just sort of shuts down. And so you ask why again? Well, he has a lot of mixed feelings and mixed emotions about marriage itself, right? He loves his relationship. He loves his fiance. He loves their, the concept of the wedding that they've planned all of it in his mind, but he's got some mixed feelings about like the contractual, like seal the deal marriage part. Okay. Why? Well, then we discover there's tons of unprocessed fear and anxiety from his parents' divorce. And all of that is just buried under what seems like this very strange, immature behavior of somebody who's just not taking care of the things they need to take care of to be a good teammate and get to this wedding day. But you can see when you ask why five times, you're getting somewhere. You're seeing like, Okay, whoa. Right? So the fiance originally, she's calling me to be like, what are some ways to like sort of bait and switch him into doing this, right? Like we're looking for like what's the key to like making the groom do what you need him to do? And it's really like when you ask why five times, you see that like oh, there needs to be a very different conversation. He needs some very different supports from her, right? He doesn't need her prodding him, setting up, we were talking, she had been talking about setting up like reminders and reward systems and all these things in it. Like that's really not it, right? Because what's buried underneath is emotional, some heavy emotional stuff that like he's got to allow come to the surface because guess what? It's coming to the surface in his stubbornness and his procrastination. So it's already happening, but it needs to come into a loving, safe space, into a conversation with his fiance, with a therapist, with his parents, with himself, right? Lots of ways to handle these things, but like it deserves the attention. And we wouldn't know exactly what it was if we didn't ask why like a million times. So you can sort of see how that works. Another example, I'm angry at my best friend because she's not coming to my bachelorette party. Okay, why? She's not prioritizing my wedding. Why? She's busy with her job. Why? She dives into work when her personal life isn't going well. She's single right now. She's the only single person in our group. I think she's just burying herself in work to just like avoid dealing with it. Why? Because she's really insecure and she's embarrassed and she doesn't want to distract from everyone else's fun time. And she thinks she's going to be a Debbie Downer because she's not feeling her most confident. Right? So, we go from being angry and frustrated, but when we ask why, and we really think about like where she's coming from, the approach changes. Then it's like, oh, the conversation I want to have with her to maybe encourage her to come is going to be very different from that original, like, wow, she's not a good friend. She's not prioritizing me. Like, in her mind, she thinks she is being a good friend because she's like, let me take my little like Debbie Downer attitude and like not bring it to the party. That's the best thing to do. You can see how people can rationalize that. But you can also see how the bride just sees that as being like totally abandoned and not prioritized. So these things happen and they're very complicated, but on the surface, they seem so simple. But when you dig down, there's like real stuff happening. But in wedding world, it just gets like 
skimmed over. Like you're all, the, you're on team bride. You're showing up with your t-shirt, you know, on the booze cruise or you're doing something wrong. And there's always a million shades of gray. And so I really just hope that the five whys can be that tool you need sometimes. And you can ask yourself the five whys about your kind of relationship issues. And you can ask the person that you're sort of in conflict, like, why? Tell me more. Just why? Why is it that part? Why is it about? You don't want to seem like an annoying toddler. Why, why, why? But like, if you do it in this loving, inviting way of like, hey, let's really get to it. Let's get to like the root cause of this and then see what we can do with that. It's just a laser precision problem solving technique that works for cars. And I'm telling you, it works for brides too. So I just hope this is helpful. So curious to hear what you think and would love if you did find this helpful, leave a rating and review. And as much as I like go gaga when I see them and I'm like so incredibly grateful and just so appreciative of good feedback, it's also just the way that we get other brides to get this message, right? It's like your little way of like, you know, in the Starbucks line where the people pay for the person behind them, it's like your little way of like passing it on, right? Like if this was helpful to you, just boom. If you put a few words up there, it helps get us up in the algorithm and then passes on this information that I just want to help whoever I can, however I can. So until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss. (laughs) 